Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Trevor Talks on the Ram Radio at Angelo State University. Remember, you can listen live at 11 a.m. Central Time on TuneIn Radio or anytime on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So, first of all, yesterday was actually the official halfway mark in the semester, uh, if you count by days. Personally, I like to count by full weeks, so I considered the halfway point to be like a week ago uh, because I totally wrote off those two days before Thanksgiving break uh, that they're calling finals week because we've got some finals left on those two days. But in reality, you know, most most of it, the semester's basically already done by then, so I count by full weeks. But that's just me. Um so that's really exciting, you know, halfway through. It's been an interesting semester with all these uh, different changes and and whatnot due to the coronavirus. Uh, but all in all, it's been pretty good so far. And uh, looking to see what the next half of the semester has in store. And uh, then we got we got winter break for two months. So I don't know what I'll be doing over winter break yet. Probably uh, spend some good quality time with the family. Go hang out at my grandparents' house at Thanksgiving. Uh, have a good time. It'll be nice. And uh, just relax over those two months and get ready to rock for the next semester and put in the work, get those good grades and everything. Uh, and next up, I'll talk about last night's vice presidential debate. It was very interesting, uh, but keep in mind, all opinions expressed are mine and mine alone. They don't represent the Ram Radio or Angelo State University in any way. Um, so the first thing that I noticed as soon as it started last night um, is that they had they had desks out there for the the two vice presidential candidates to sit at. Uh, it wasn't at all like we see in, in other debates where they have the two podiums there. Uh, so they each each candidate had a desk, um, and they were 12 feet apart, you know, to ensure for proper social distancing and all that. And uh, then they also had a plexiglass partition up uh, between, between the two of them. Um, that could have something to do with uh, how Donald Trump and uh, First Lady of Melania Trump tested positive for the coronavirus uh, right after the the first presidential debate a, a week or so ago. Maybe this is a, an added precaution, um, having that plexiglass and whatnot there. Uh, personally, I'm not a fan of it. I think that uh, having podiums is nicer and it looks more professional, uh, of course, because we see presidents and, and vice presidents, whenever they're giving speeches, they give a speech from a, uh, from the podium. This isn't a late night talk show out here where we just sit around at a desk and they've got those office chairs uh, that roll around and, you know, you can spin in them and, and all that. Uh, so that was just kind of bizarre, I thought. But uh, so as far as the debate itself, it was, it was interesting. Uh, there was not as much kind of bickering and everything as as with the uh presidential debate um 
could be because these are just not as strong as personalities as we see with President Trump and uh, Vice President Joe Biden. Um, but it was it was still interesting. They they got into it a little bit. Um, but overall, it was definitely more calm uh, and kind of calm, cool and collected than the presidential debate, which is good. Um, but I, I think it was also partially calm because they were sitting there. They couldn't really get fired up like you can behind a podium. Um, but that's OK. Uh, so the first topic they started out talking about was the coronavirus and uh, the response that the United States, the United, the United States implemented uh, in order to respond to the coronavirus and precautions and stuff and what um, what it looks like for the future, what we can still do to reduce cases and vaccines and all that good stuff, and uh, they moved on to cover other hot topics like the environment, social justice, the economy. Uh, there was some bickering in there a little bit uh, between, between sides, but that's to be expected. Um, and they got to one really interesting topic that I totally did not see coming at all, uh, and, and that was what would happen if the president dies. And they, they kind of – the moderator started off by – prefacing the question by saying that uh, in January on Inauguration Day, um, regardless of who wins, either uh, President Trump or Vice President Biden will be the oldest president in the history of the United States. Um, Trump would be 74, Biden would be 78. And so there's a possibility that's kind of heightened that they, they might pass away while they're in office. And this question was essentially asking them as vice president, what would they do? Um, personally, I thought the question was a bit unnecessary. Uh, each political party puts together a platform uh, that they run on and the voters are voting for a president to uphold that platform and then the vice president as their running mate. And so I would assume that in the unfortunate event of the president passing away in office, that the vice president would get sworn in and take over and then just continue filling the or fulfilling the plans outlined in the party platform that the voters voted on in the first place. And I could totally be wrong there. Maybe that's not what they do. They want to do their own thing. Um, but that's, they, they discussed it anyway. Um, so aside from that, there weren't really a whole lot of really good digs, really good burns or anything like that. Um, and substantially less talking over each other, uh, than the first debate. Although I've said it before, I've, I'll say it again. I really think that they should get three minutes to speak on each topic uh, because two minutes is just not really enough. And they frequently, uh, I mean, both, both Pence and Harris were both going over their time, maybe like 30 seconds on, on occasion because they had more to say about the topic than they could fit in those two minutes. And so I just I think three minutes could be beneficial to everyone. They can, you know, get all their stuff said and then they don't have to talk over the moderator. And 
but whatever. Um, and so aside from that, it was pretty mellow, uh, until we got about two thirds through the debate and, uh, a fly landed on vice president Pence's head. It was, uh, it was like a house fly or something flying around there in the, in the auditorium. Um, they were holding it in the auditorium at the University of Utah, uh, over in Utah. And so it was in this big auditorium. It was pretty cool. The kind of auditorium you would maybe go see a musical or theatrical production. And so there was a uh, cool painting on the walls and stuff like an ornate old theater. Um, and then they, they just set up the, all the debate stuff there on the stage of the auditorium. Um, but there was a fly flying around there and it landed on Pence's head. Uh, I was watching with some friends and the whole room kind of just erupted in laughter. Once we noticed it, uh, it was pretty funny. And 10 minutes later, I was like, yo, we need to check out Twitter. Let's see what's going on on Twitter. And it was already trending on Twitter, uh, the fly on Vice President Pence's head. And people had even been making parody accounts about it. They were, they were making Twitter accounts for the fly on his head and, and tweeting out jokes as if it were the fly tweeting. Uh, so that's always fun to see. Uh, I do love political tweets and memes and all that during this wonderful election season. So it's it's always interesting to see that, especially from the perspective of a housefly. Um, so furthermore, yeah, that totally had nothing to do with the actual debate. Uh, but that's what everyone was talking about on Twitter after it. Um and, and just everything. on It's all funny. Go check it out on Twitter. It's awesome. Um, and then in other news, so tomorrow night, we've got the Texas Senate debate between Senator John Cornyn and MJ Heger uh, going head to head there on the stage in Austin. It's going to be live everywhere. Um, and that's totally irrelevant to all of my friends listening who don't live in Texas um, if you're in other states, this doesn't really affect you at all. You can't vote for these people anyway. Um, but if you are in Texas, and e even if you're not, I would still totally recommend watching it uh, because they're both great speakers. Um, the 2018 Senate debate between Senator Ted Cruz and Congressman Beto O'Rourke was also incredibly fascinating. Uh, and they were both really good speakers as well as being very strong personalities uh, and so it's, it's always nice to hear these Senate debates because they're discussing the issues that really affect Texans the most. And so we can sit here and listen to these presidential debates and vice presidential debates all day uh, while they're discussing issues that affect the country as a whole. But then you get to these these local debates like that, and those are the ones that really directly impact us. And so they're arguably more important, um, depending on how you look at it. But still, still fun to watch. It'll be on YouTube, I'm sure, the next day. So if if any of y'all are not in Texas, you can get on there and listen to it. Um, so a lot of exciting stuff 
happening. And uh, meanwhile, you know, if you are interested in doing a radio show here on the Ram Radio at Angelo State University, there are still some time slots available. And you can drop by the radio office on the third floor of the library whenever you're free or check out the Ram Radio website for more information and get in contact by email. Um, But if you've always wanted to do a radio show or something, even if it's just maybe a half hour a week or something, we do still have some time slots and we would love to have you come join the team. Uh, So just go look up some more information and uh, have a nice weekend, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, live 11 a.m. on TuneIn Radio or anytime on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.